PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Tiso. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Cinema Crespo I'm your host, Chris Crespo, Channel Crespo Tiso, CEO Joseph Carpentry. It's raining. It is raining. It's raining. And it, I it, mean, not like a motherfucker. It's just like it's it's like one of those up north the, winter days, the worst like where it's kind just of rain. Where it's super gray out. It's not. It's not like a normal Florida storm where it just kind of passes through. It's just an oppressive. Rainy, gray. Yeah, I mean, hey, at least it's not like cold. It is a cold rain, though. It's not cold. It's though. a bit of a cold rain. I was out there. It's not that cold. I walked in for a second. It's not that cold. I mean, I, I was, I was warm wearing this jacket here. The only reason. Oh, I'm you're warm. wearing a jacket. But it, it, it's waxed cotton, so it keeps the water on. It's smart, smart jackets. Mm-hmm. I like jackets. Don't don't get much of a chance to wear them here in Florida. Today is definitely a jacket day, so that's our Crespity So Weather Report. Hope that helps you out whenever and wherever you are listening to this episode. Your current threat level is gold. Current threat level is gold. Deplore your idealized protest. Oh, it's gold twice in a row. No, it's not a gold. Self-contradiction is character building. It is. Uh, guys, we're doing episode 309. We are here. It's me and Drew Chicago doing our thing. Got some movies to talk about. Got a whole bunch of... Stories pulled for the second half. I have at least one email that I need to forward to you. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I saw I saw a couple movies since uh, I've last seen you. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, there are some good movies coming out next weekend that I would like to talk about as well. So, what's coming out next weekend? Uh, next weekend, December fourteenth, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse comes out. Getting great. It w- looks word of mouth, dude. I'm great. Positive. Ever buzz. since I've seen the trailer, I'm like, buzz, buzz, buzz. It, I was like, is this is this gonna be like with the mm-hmm. TMNT, where the best Turtles movie that they've ever made is fucking is, everything CG. Is the animated one? Yeah. Man, wouldn't that be a kick in the Maguire balls? You, highly underrated, that TMNT? weird TMNT movie if that it, came out. If it had featured the proper villain, then it would have gone down as a classic. No. And so they did this whole other thing where they were setting up the Foot Clan and the Shredder, and it's like, what are you guys doing? Just go straight to Dimension X, Technodrome, Krang, <laughs> give, it to, give it to us right away. I don't know why they have to build up to us. And then when they finally do give us a Krang and a Technodrome, is that terrible mm-hmm. uh, live-action sequel? That Oh, man. Yeah, it was. It was even yeah, worse no, than like yeah, the original uh, early '90s TMN, ones. Yeah, where there was dudes in rubber suits and the, the Stan Winston suits. Yeah. yeah, which were, I mean, technological feats. If you look at those they suits, dude, they, and they still are to this day. Yeah, they figured the way that the the the, the, the kung fuity that they had to do mm-hmm. the, the karate. I mm-hmm. guess it was, it was yeah, karate actually, not, as opposed to the martial science. <laughs> no, not martial arts martial science martial science you were in a blood sport shirt so that's I had to recognize blood sport in blood sport the dude in the very beginning calls it martial science not martial art not martial arts Interesting. No. also coming out uh, Deadpool 2 PG-13 version so once upon a Deadpool once upon a Deadpool seriously I don't I mean I want to see it but I don't think 
I'm curious. I don't think in theaters would be the way to do it. I don't know. What would even be the point? I know. That's what I'm saying. I've already seen the better version. I mean, this is going to be a different version. Isn't also available now already, Deadpool 2? So like right on stream, I'm pretty sure. I yeah. think it is. Uh, also coming out. Not that I care, but the Mortal Engines. But you should know, yeah. That no, weird, man. that weird ass Peter Jackson thing. The marketing does not look good. No, I have like I've seen all the marketing. I mean, I don't know if it's like a beloved literary classic. Or I don't know, blah, but blah, not blah, a blah. classic. I think it's more recent. Definitely is based on a series of books. And uh, even has that feel where it's like, oh, yeah, just the next version these. of. <laughs> One of these. It's one of these. Precisely as soon as I saw it. It doesn't even look like a Peter Jackson movie. It just looks like... The only Peter Jackson thing about it is that Hugo Weaving's in it. Uh, And The Mule comes out as well. Okay, that one actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Old-ass fucking... Clint Eastwood, directed by Clint Eastwood, starring Clint Eastwood. That's a B. Coop, Michael Pena. That's an ass ton of movies coming out in one weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the weekend before the weekend before Christmas, so... (laughs) <laughs> gotcha <laughs> that's correct that is all very correct uh, all right. okay I, forwarded, I think I forwarded you to one email that we did so we'll worry about yes. that later alright so that's all the stuff coming on next weekend yeah that's a lot of stuff and then Aquaman is the weekend after that oh dude I mean dude, not just Aquaman the week after as that as well as other stuff yeah. Aquaman Bumblebee Mary Poppins Bumblebee, Returns Mary uh, Poppins, Welcome to Marwin. Uh, I don't know. We we saw the preview for this when we went to the Enzion this week. Uh, so it'll play more, there. On, more on that later, maybe, probably. Are you calling me a moron? No. Uh, <laughs> that movie Cold War, the that Polish movie that we saw the trailer for. Yes, yes. That comes out. By uh, uh, Paul, 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 Paul Paul or whatever, Polish filmmaker. Also, uh, Peter Jackson's uh, retelling of World War One in color, They Shall Not Grow Old, comes out that weekend. That's that's for sure limited release type thing. Yeah, yeah. but that's all that Christmas weekend. Aquaman is already, weekend. Aquaman's already out in China. Oh, is it? Oh, the mo and, it, and the, it, the mojo will tell me. And it made twenty four, twenty five million dollars on Friday. Is that good? Uh, it's it set the record for opening day in December in China. Okay, it's it's crushing over there. It's already made ninety two million dollars in China. Okay, uh, compare that to Wonder Woman, which made ninety million dollars in China in Toto. Yeah. Meanwhile, Venom. Did you know Venom is still crushing it in China? Sure. Over over two hundred billion dollars and, and only Chinese dollars. I want to know how. Uh, what they they don't. genuinely like it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it, Chris! They genuinely like it. Made it a bona fide hit. That's Is that like seven hundred million worldwide now. Something like that. Fucking. I mean, after what happened to it, do you think they could dump enough money on Tom Hardy's lap for him to go back? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm sure, and they'll, he'll, he'll try to throw some demands out there, and they'll be like, you know, we can put anyone on a, with a symbiote suit. We, we already did in this movie. We had like four people with it. Michelle Williams did it. We, we got anyone she, to do it. She was sexy Venom. And he's like, all right, yeah, well, can I still do a crazy voice? <laughs> like, yeah, you can do a crazy voice. <laughs> yeah, good old China, making wow. things happen. Saving, That's crazy. Saving the, the movies that should be dying. You yeah, know. seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, they were like, oh, thank goodness, made a Pacific Rim made enough money in China to warrant a sequel. Then the sequel sucks. Yeah. We should never have got the sequel. Well, I mean, at least it gave us a chance to see uh, what's his face in a leading role. John Boyega? Yeah. Sure. I like seeing him. He's good. 
He's good. I'd like to see more of People him. should watch Attack the Block if they haven't seen it. They're very good. Yeah. I was at the turn of the subtitles, though, because it was, oh, cool block. What do you do with aliens? Oh, yeah, I have one. <laughs> it's not an alien what language. Movies made in Mars. It's, no, it looks it's like Earth. just England. Oh, <laughs> They're using words I understand, but they don't make any sense. <laughs> it's that Cockney slang. Uh, so we did go see a movie. We went and saw. Speaking of the Enzian, the Enzian, the favorite. Yes, with the our, new with our uh, in there. What's his name? Milos. Your you, Yorgos. Yorgos Lanthimos. I, I get him and Pasmos Cosmatos yeah. <laughs> mixed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very funny. Our, Yorgos Lanthimos. Our new wave of Greek directors. Yeah, dude, uh, they do, never knew it's very good hey, stuff. Yeah, this was a good one. Um, the lobster, and then killing the sacred deer, and then this one. He didn't write this screenplay, which is why it doesn't feel a like a. Yorgos Lanthimos movie. Not fully, not totally. It still has yeah. the weirdness in terms of the way people deliver the dialogue. Yes. And, and very, just the way the characters interact in general. Very um, staged and stilted and like on purpose, you yeah. know. Theatrical, I guess. Uh-huh. You could, I guess, I guess yeah. so, yeah. It, it's a very, sty- he has a stylized, it's like he wants you to know you're watching a movie. And you definitely do. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you know. Because like, people don't like this. Is not no, this, this is not the way people act in real life. <laughs> this, is, like, this is not this, normal. No, this is strange. This is some weirdness. The only thing to get right is like stroking out in a in an age where no one knows what strokes are. Exactly. And all of a sudden, it's just like, what happened? What's wrong with the left side of everybody? Oh. oh exactly. Yeah. And it's not like they even go into it in the movie. It's, it's just all of a sudden, stroke face. It's just a thing. It's like, ugh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so we saw the favorite. It's um, Olivia Coleman's the Queen. Yes, is she like a real? Is this any Queen, real at all? Queen Anne? Queen so, Anne? I mean, I'm sure there are many Queen Anne's in English history. I guess. So. I mean, in all reality, it's more. It seems more of just like a parody of the whole royal system mm-hmm. and the whole system of court. It feels like a satire of movies like Barry Lyndon and Age of Innocence and, and stuff Mary like Queen that. of Scots. Yes, which that's, is, right, that's out right now. Yeah, 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 which is very funny. That they're at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's a, for sure it sets out to be like a comedy type. Well, thing. dude, it is, it is it is downright funny, Chris. And, and, and for the first and for the first time, I. Like, I mean, yes, it was a period piece. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was drama, but I think for the, I think he directed a comedy for the first time. I think I think that was a comedy. I think the Lobster is a comedy of sorts, like this is just super weird. Yes, that this one's less weird, more comedy. Okay, sure. He's leaning more into the comedy. So you're saying yeah. now he's uh he's on his way. Well, and, this trajectory. And just, he's and, two movies away from an Austin Powers sequel. And just well, I mean, this one was close with some of the absurdity. I mean, dude, the mm. dance scenes. Yeah. What in what in God's they, name they did the a, fuck was that? They did a soul train. That was crazy. Yeah, what was that? That was really weird. I mean, the whole and what was that? Was that Nicholas Holt? Yes. Playing the uh the what the, the, the leader the, of the opposition yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like politicking going on. No, in this exactly. Movie, which is yeah, interesting. there's it, Politics. They're talking uh, about the la- doubling the land tax is a major plot point. Yeah, exactly. Which never, <laughs> never typically bodes well for a movie. <laughs> but it did for this one. It worked okay. It's like, all right, I get it. It's a power struggle of sorts. Mm-hmm. It's a little fiefdom. Lot, well, lots of power struggles in the kingdom of England at the time. A lot of talk about the I people, mean, but you never see the people. You, know, you never see the workers. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, you know, Rachel Weiss and... Rachel um, Weiss. Lady something. What's her face? Emma Stone. La- Lady Marlborough and Emma Stone. I mean, they yeah. are pretty much... Hilariously 
A, related to each other, but yep. B, at each other's throats like the entire fucking movie. Yeah, because it's a classist thing where uh, one, Emma Stone, she's trying to move up to be... In, well, like, she was a cousin. lady, she I was. guess, at one point in time and has lost her station. Family has fallen on hard times, so she's trying to crawl her way back up and she'll even start scrubbing floors and doing it just however she can get mm-hmm. into the position to do it. Mm-hmm. Very manipulative. Uh person and then obviously so the movie is about how she seems like so innocent or whatever in the beginning and, and trusting but then it's really all about a power struggle and then also what you would do for love and, and, and yeah because then there's this whole uh, they're both seducing the queen uh, well, well one's think, already in a relationship with the queen yeah, so she comes into exactly yeah, so this whole, the one's that, that new pussy real real power yeah it's new <laughs> that new new it's new um, interesting interesting yeah. movie yeah. it was a lot of fun I actually I, I, I theater I, was packed I enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of laughter throughout the theater. I mean, I, I, I can feel no when, one in the theater like the, the final, those final shots. The yeah, the, um, how do you call it? the am, ambiguous uh, final shot montage? Yeah, I mean, I I felt like a Ben Wheatley movie. I did, exactly, but it was something that I I was almost figuring was going to happen. Oh yeah, I I'll, mean, when it was happening, I was like, oh, this, I was this like, movie's oh like yeah, this, like these fuckers. This, this movie's winding down. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. This is, yeah. <laughs> And then I cut the blank, and I was like, yeah, this, Yep, I was like, and of course, yeah. Directed by... Yeah. Should have yeah. said Finn. <laughs> Finn. Not enough movies end with, like, the words, the end, these yeah. days anymore. I feel like we need to bring that back. Bring it back. The end. The end. But, but, but I, mean, I, I mean, a lot of movies are trying to breed sequels and whatnot, so is it the end? Is it... The, question mark, then. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's almost kitschy though, and yes. like very television. I think at the, the end, end? Of, I think at the end of the Meg, it ended with uh, Finn. Because, really? Yeah, they put Finn. I think they did at the end of the Meg. That actually makes me want to watch it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's like, do they get it? They sort of get it. That's funny. That's funny. Um, the favorite good stuff. Definitely the type of movie that people will be like watching eventually on the home video. I'm sure it'll VHS be uh, nominated from the grocery store for like fucking costume, costume design or production design. Yeah. Maybe some music and a good score. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. I liked it. I think it was good. Oh, I really i i enjoyed. I I've been enjoying Mister Latimos Latimos and what he's been doing. I mean, I haven't seen Dogtooth, so I can't speak for his first movie. It was on Netflix for a while. I don't yeah. know if it is. So it's about a family that like they're living by their own weird set of rules. It very much feels like it's other movies where no. people are just saying things it's like, "What is this? This has meaning Excuse to them." Excuse me, <laughs> what's happening? It's a very, very weird. He's a weird guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, Marge, there you go. The favorite I watched on Netflix, uh, Mowgli. Oh, you finally watched? You, you watched Colin, the Mowgli. I watched it last night. Is last it? Night. Is, is it worth watching? Yes. Okay, I think it's worth Good. watching. Um, I was talking with that Mowgli colon legend of the jungle. Okay. It's weird in some ways. Well, in uh, in some unique ways. Okay. Because it's um, well, because we've seen, seen the Jungle Book. Yes. So we've seen Disney's The Jungle Book. This is the Jungle Book animated, and their quote live action version, yeah. right? Which is everything that's just been animated on a back lot in downtown L.A. And then this movie feels very much the same way, where it's all all the animals are animated, and it's people doing motion capture stuff, right? Yeah. Um, with a kid running around in the middle of the whole thing. So it's obviously the darker PG thirteen version. Okay, more more overt death yeah. and uh, literally darker. It's like not trying to be yeah. fun or family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so then I guess it's closer to the original story in the way it changes some plot points and things like that and yeah. what does make it different well, yeah, there, there are no musical scenes you know it's not, not, a, not the, a one uh, the, the, the snake isn't a wacky loony character you know by Scar Joe the snake is uh, Kate Blanchett and is a narrator mm. so you get a lot of the snake and that oh, the willies yeah. I was, I'm not doing well I'm with sure. some of those shots of that yeah. giant snake very slow shots I was just trying to focus on the voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's She's great. I love her. The, uh, so she's a narrator. She's like portrayed as the older than the jungle. And she's like okay. the prophet of the jungle. Yeah. So she's kind of pushing Mowgli to like accept his destiny as the the man cub that mm-hmm. protects the jungle from man or and whatever. Um, better than Cumberbatch, Shere Khan. So he's just being like all intimidating the whole time. It was a very good giant scary tiger. Yeah. It was really, it was like very effectively scary. Like, there's one moment where Mowgli's underwater. I don't remember how he gets under there. He's just like hanging out with Baloo. He goes swimming. He's under there. And he gets to the edge and like he looks up like it's like a little pond. And he sees like a red cloud. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what is that red cloud? And they realizes that it's Shere Khan uh, cleaning his face, cleaning all the blood off his face oh. in, the, in the water. Like there's a <laughs> bubble man. He's like, oh shit. And like he hooks his foot under a branch to stay underwater. But some of his like air bubbles mm. escape his mouth and go up. And then, from the perspective of under the water, like Shere Khan notices the bubbles, and like he stops cleaning his face, so the water stills, and he's like staring, like "Oh my god, it's a pretty scary looking thing." Yeah. Some good stuff like that in there, but then there's also some like kind of cheesy. The the way they show the titles really made me think of like '90s director video. Oh. <laughs> the the okay. way it, like it panned up and I looked at the sky, and then the way the Mowgli font and mm-hmm. the way it faded in, I was like, "Ooh, that looks cheap. That no. looks bad." Of all the money they spent, yeah. they spent none on the title. Should have spent a little bit more there. Maybe, maybe. a couple, just another ten dollars to spruce it up just a bit, give it a bit of a shine, a buff, make it glow or something. But it's overall, it's good. It's under two hours, which is good. It's like, okay. It's like an hour 45. Cool. Christian Bale's Bagheera. Oh, nice. Um, Blue is... You know, there's a, some weird shots where... It's like the Jungle Book overall looked better. Looked more realistic. Yeah, okay, really? Before. Yes. Yeah. But this movie still had a handful of shots and moments are like, this looks... Like, you couldn't tell me that's not a real... Yeah. Like, this looks real, right? And then... But there was, like, I remember one scene where Baloo was talking and his f- face... Like the texture of him looks like uh, it looked real, but like a real like puppet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, like it still looked yeah. like like fake, fake, but it looked real fake. Yeah, it was strange. As opposed to fake real, it's a different kind of uncanny yeah. valley where the eyes don't yeah. look dead anymore, uh-huh. but the the skin doesn't seem. It's like it's yeah. real, but it's not real. Yeah. It's strange. Interesting. Uh, but I, I liked it overall. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. And uh, I know Circus is doing. Oh, and one of the weird things about it is how like what. It was made to be seen in theaters and in 3D. Uh, so watch it at home on Netflix. So there's a lot of shots where it's like, this is clearly meant 3, to be a 3D yeah. shot, 3D sequence. And, you know, so it's like all the weird perspectives of going forward. And you know, Interesting. It is strange. Like a lot in the beginning, a lot of shots of like going through foliage and, and the uh, brushing past like the stuff in the foreground and yeah so it's happening all the way down so there. yeah so if you were in the theory like you'd be immersed into it kind of viewing it from afar yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but since you're not since you're just watching a tv no. it's like oh, it's a weird shot <laughs> interesting yeah 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 so it's okay oh yeah. and the and the kid who plays Mowgli isn't that not great that not no. that great it could just be any circus isn't that great with directing people who aren't being animals Okay. Yeah, maybe he's better at directing motion capture stuff. Or, or maybe like... he's just better at directing more seasoned actors. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, maybe the kid's just not good. Because yeah. Christian Bale described it as like he did a lot of ton on what to what he was trying to do his animal stuff, acting like a panther or whatever. Circus helped him to what to focus on and not. It's like oh, you don't gotta do that stuff. Don't worry about that. Do more of this. Blah blah. So it, animals with human faces are weird. Yeah, it's a little disconcerting. Yeah. yeah anyway, we'll get some more doubt the Lion King. Yes, we will. Which I mean, that one gave me the feels. I mean, it's, oh, that's gonna I, make all the money. Yeah, it's I mean, gonna I'm gonna, I, I, it's gonna reboot. It's gonna reignite the entire Lion King franchise all over again. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the Lion King went anywhere. It's been an it's on been, and it, off Broadway and this and that and blah blah blah. But it's gonna get new life now. And then a uh, circus is doing Animal Farm next. Oh, yeah, that's his next. Because uh, he has a. This is now officially part of a two-part movie deal yeah. with Netflix. So movie number two is going to be Animal Farm. I mean, I'm trying. I think the. I mean, I saw that animated one. Well, it was from like the '70s, right? Yeah, but we watched that in high school. Mm-hmm. So they let you watch it. Well, after reading, it was compare and contrast. Oh, yeah, because okay, we read yeah, Animal Farm first, okay, and then yeah, we watched yeah. it afterwards. That's some lazy teaching there. Hey, just watch the movie. No, because uh, it was a compare and contrast thing. Can, can you look up Mowgli on the like Rotten Tomatoes yes. or Metacritic or something? I'm just wondering Rotten what tomatoes. what people are thinking about it. Because I liked it. I thought it was good. But I think at the end of the day, maybe I like Jungle Book more. I'm not sure. I don't even like musicals, but it, it was it was good. It was dark. Or dead cows and stuff. Ooh. More Jungle blood. Mowgli, the Adventures of Mowgli. Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. 54%. Mm-hmm. Average rating five point six. Also, right there, there. Mm-hmm. Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle, brings impressive special effects to bear on the darker side oh, of this classic bear. source material, but loses track of the story's heart along the way. Oh, yeah. Sure, I'm just remembering things about. It. Yeah, it's a fine movie. It's okay. If you have Netflix, you might as well watch it. It's there. It's there, people. Yeah. Uh, so what you watching? You said you saw some other things. Yeah, I watched uh, what? Because uh, I've been watching Vikings so much recently. That's right. You're uh, I watched what that that thing that kept popping up on the Netflix, the uh, the Outlaw King oh, with Chris Pine. Yeah, the, uh, the story directed by of, um, Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Uh, and uh, Bob Bruce. Uh, directed by directed by the guy who did Hell and High Water, Mackenzie David Mackenzie, something uh, like that. Yeah, apparently and. Yes, no? Nah. Very, mm. you see why very I, middle of the... I, you see I, why I went to Netflix? I see why... Yeah, I, I, I under... It is very... It, I mean, it's on the... I, I've watched a couple Netflix Netflix movies mm-hmm. of varying quality. This yeah. is probably on the upper side of okay. them. Okay. But still, it's, it's still very much a Netflix movie. Mm. Like, just the way that the plot goes through and the story and how fast it all moves mm-hmm. and things. Like, they're, you know... There were, you know, supposed to be emotional tie-ins and this, that. They just, like, weren't there and uh, whatnot. Like, it just... I, I understand why it was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Chris Pine does a fine job. I guess the movie was okay. What is it? I'm not, sure, I'm not even sure if it's worth watching. Uh, does William Wallace make an appearance? No. Oh. It's not. <laughs> so not even... Maybe not even worth watching? No, nope, it's, it's all afterwards. Even for that Chris Pine full frontal nudity? Uh, the tiny pine, the little tiny, the little piney, <laughs> the little piney. Maybe, maybe the water was cold. The little tiny piney. Yeah, I mean, it was just trying to be uh, accurate. I'm sure they all can't be uh, Michael Fassman. <laughs> uh, so, 
But I mean, I, like I said, I mean, it was it was good enough, but it was I don't. I mean, in all reality, I'd watch. I'd rather watch Vikings on the History Channel than that Netflix movie. Interesting. I think Vikings has is of better quality. Better quality, better acting, mm-hmm. production design, all that stuff all around. Well, maybe not better acting, but everything else definitely has a better driving force behind it. Wow. All right. Uh, so Vikings and not Vikings is easier. Vikings lost last week. Anything else? And uh, right before I came here, uh, watched uh, Rampage with with The Rock. Oh yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. Because it's on the I, HBO. I gotta catch up on rock movies. That reminds me, I need to get your HBO info. My HBO, my HBO Go. Mm-hmm. Can you do more than one on the, on the HBOs? I'm not sure. I think so. Cause Matt's got it. That's how we watched it. Cause he he's got HBO, but he's got it on his phone, so he just casted it straight to my thing. Uh, so, well, he's there. Why can't you get his stuff? Cause he's not home a lot. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to get it when fucking Game of Thrones comes back anyway. It's coming back soon. It'll be next back year. before March, you know it. April, March or like April. That. Before you know it, no. it will be here. Well, and I, and I have to watch Westworld, but I watch Rampage. And uh, on the scale of Dwayne Johnson movies. I mean, it's definitely on the lower end of the Dwayne Johnson movies. Uh, I would say more fun than San Andreas and Skyscraper. Okay. Um, but still, like, it's maybe like San Andreas, Skyscraper, and then Rampage. Rampage. Oh, like, it's still, it's just, it's just that kind of, I mean, dude, it's giant monsters. Yeah. It, I mean, which the, should be a lot of fun. The plot is, the monsters are fun, but mm-hmm. they have to have the human element. What? Yes. So there's the relationship between Rock, uh, the Rock and his monkey. Yes. George. Yes. So there's that, and then uh, the the black chick mm. who's the lead scientist or whatever. She's been disgraced, but you know she's making her thing. Melina Ackerman is the the bad lady, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, she, the comedian. Yeah. So it's Silk Spectre two and the comedian are in a yes. You're right. The comedian wasn't yeah. Fa- you're right. Father yeah. daughter. Yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, for what it was, it was okay. Hmm. It was silly enough and derivative enough. Like it's you know. The MacGuffin moves the plot along. Right. It, 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 it is very much a... Well, I, it's just a mediocre action movie with The Rock. Outlaw King versus Rampage. Which should people watch between Rampage. those two? Rampage, really? That's the sideline over those two? Definitely. Wow. Because <laughs> Rampage had a $115 million budget. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're trying... And, and there is finally a scene at the very end where all the monsters are climbing a building. Finally, and punching yeah. punching out glasses, uh, uh, the no, windows, and, and no. eating, getting electrocuted when they grab TVs and stuff. Uh, nobody gets electrocuted when they grab a TV. People do get eaten. I won't give that away. Uh, oh, good. I hope. Who? Well, I'm not going to give away who. Oh, who? But people uh, do get eaten. Yeah, people get eaten. It's good. it's it's weird and silly. Joe Manginelli dies pretty but, quick. But doesn't get eaten, though. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, so not no spoiler. He, he gets eaten one. by a giant wolf. A giant wolf with weird underarm bat wings that can glide, but it also has porcupine quills. It's weird, dude. It's all about, like... Porcupine quills? The the bad guy is um, weaponized genetic engineering. That's the bad guy. So Hebrus. The bad guy is man's Hebrus. (laughs) (laughs) What have we... We spent too much time thinking whether we could. But, I mean, yeah, it's The Rock doing, you know... The Rock's on all the steroids doing his thing, so... Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he's uh, wrecking his body for entertainment. Yeah. It's fantastic. Thank you, The Rock. <laughs> Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. 
Uh, Alright, Rampage not locking. Uh, I, uh, I'm i still trying to do my quest to catch up, re-watch all the Bond movies in order. Mm-hmm. Rewatch watch Yoni Twice, which is the fifth Bond movie, the fifth Sean Connery one, and it's one where he's in Japan. So at one point he does some yellow face. Oh, where, I'm sure he does. Because at, like, at the time. <laughs> at the time, I was like, yeah, screw the Japanese. Yeah. We're only like 20 years away from World War II. Uh, so we kind of like, they gave him the eye makeup and, the, and a wig to make him a little bit more, quote, Japanese-y. Oh, that is hilarious. And uh, there's a funny scene where they put together like a tiny little helicopter and he flies around. It. It's, a, it's just a silly movie. <laughs> it's such a silly movie. I'm very good. Um... Have you listened to the new Black Queen album yet? That's the whole thing. It's pretty good. I'm sure it is. It's pretty good. I, know. Uh, I think I still like the first one better. But... I definitely do. Because I, I gave it a listen through once, and there wasn't, like, there there were a couple of songs that I did really dig, but there was nothing, like, super, I don't know, that first album, like, there were some songs that were super catchy for whatever reason. Yeah. And this one, it's a little slower. It's yeah. a slower album, so things mm-hmm. don't stand out right away. But yeah. There's one part where the last two minutes of a song, it's just like a whole other song tacked onto it, and it's all instrumental, and it sounds like uh, two minutes that were unused from the uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> it's just like ambient yeah. Sith sound. Like, this is, this is strange. Um, I mentioned this in the in the in our last Patreon episode that we did. the uh, That acrylic album yes. by... Like Kelly forty seven. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna play just a couple of bits of some songs so you can hear the range of the super aggro album about nail salons and stuff. What was it nail trap? <laughs> yes, nail trap. That's what she said. She's talking about that nail trap. Some of it's so some of it's really short like this, or it's kind of repetitive and it's kind of hard. This one's called No Reload. It's all off the same album. I say no, my nigga. I say no, no reload. I say no, my nigga. I say no, no reload. I say no, my nigga. I say no, no reload. I say no, my nigga. Naomi Harris is Nisha in that movie. She was in uh, Rampage. There you go. She's, she's the black chick. Naomi Harris who's also uh, um, the crackhead mom in Moonlight. And the honey penny in the new. Oh, you're right. James the Bond. Bonds. Yeah. In the new Bonds. Yeah. Speaking of James Bond, you only live twice. It all. It all comes together. It all ties together. And the whole time she's probably listening to Lake Kelly 47. <laughs> So, so. so this one's kind of like a slower, chiller, still kind of aggro. Here's one about a... This one's about Instagram pics, or putting selfies. I mean, that whole female aggro rap thing's kind of come back. I mean, oh, sure. Cardi B kind of started. Nicki Minaj. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this one's like very much about um, things that matter. I listen to this now when I use Instagram. Part of your social media mix. This is me. And there's a lot of great photographer references. Okay. Me a photo shoot right on the block. I put two lanes on gridlock so I could sit in a fear squat. Spit big money on a wristwatch. I like to on tip top. Catch me in midair. Click. They only made two pairs. Click. Get into this hair. Click. I do this shit with flair. Bitch. I like that. Boom, 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 boom. I like how everybody's referencing Ric Flair these days. Ric Flair. Oh, that, that, that song was all full of references. Yeah, yeah. Richard Abaddon. Bill Cunningham just died. Uh, 
this one has that they use this like fuzz sort of it almost sounds like it's from like like a little older style not older early 2000s no oh, yeah I mean it sounds like almost uh, like nerd almost like it this sounds like it should be on MIA's first album mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that beat that's yeah that, that. it's almost a reggae tone yeah like I said Sounds like a, it sounds like an MIA beat. Yeah. It's very uh, upbeat and uh, it's interesting. It's a good album. It's a pretty long album too, but all the songs are short. Yeah. Most of the songs are short. Acrylic. Acrylic. People should listen to it and party and have a good time. Hell yeah. And enjoy themselves. I sent you that email. You did send me that email. That's the only one we have, so why don't you read it? Okay. Uh, we've got a Tomb Raider haiku from uh, Scott. Oh, my man, Scott. Chris challenged me to distill my hatred of Tomb Raider into a haiku. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Here Teenage, quote unquote, Lara Croft. Lame puzzles with no context. Mm. Tomb, eventually, discuss. Wow. All right. So it sounds like he didn't like it. It was just a setup for further Tomb Raider adventures. Yes. It was Tomb Raider Begins. Yes. And it begins to the very end is what yes. I'm assuming based on this haiku. Yes. Well, see, here's the thing. Along it, with puzzles it, with no context. That, that movie uh, reminded me of the first Tomb Raider video game, which was just setting up for the next Tomb Raider video game. Sure, but... And the next. But it's not a video game he's a watching, and he's a movie he's a watching. No, yes. Yes. yes, and he gave it to us in a hatred haiku. Well, that's what happens when you take a video game franchise and try to turn it into a successful storytelling IP. Yes. And you fail. Miserably. <laughs> I mean... I mean, it's all right. Sometimes it works. Now, now Michael Fassbender and his wife have both have failed video game movies. Oh, that's so sweet. They can they, they can, can gift yep. each other Blu-rays of their terrible movies to yes. each other. One of them can give you know she can give him a You're, copy of Assassin's Creed. Yep. He can give her a copy of Tomb Raider for wait. Christmas this year. Oh wait, he's giving her Tomb Raider. I thought she was going to give him Tomb Raider. Because <laughs> he like um, they're both like I have a box of this in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's next to my box of my bad movies that no one wants to see. Yeah. That, uh, also, Chris, mm-hmm. what is with this weak ass Oscar season? Why have there been mm-hmm. two consecutive weeks that haven't compelled me to the theater? Yeah. Last week's offerings were Robin Hood and Green Book and Front Runner. My theater had the times synced perfectly, so I could have gone from one to another and to another, but I just didn't care enough to do it. And this weekend, this weekend had zero new offerings. Zero. As much buzz as Green Book is getting, I don't really give a fuck about another film telling me how a white guy learns that racism is bad. He's like, oh, racism. <clears throat> Gabagoo. So what's going on? I really want to know. Take care, guys. Scott. It has been a week, few um, weekends. I mean, everybody is ramping up for the holiday bullshit, the way I see it. I think it's also a problem that so many of these movies, uh, like we talked about at the top of the show, were being bunched up and, you know, Aquaman and Mary Poppins and Bumblebee all and, come out the same weekend, and, along with and, a bunch of smaller movies like Morrowind or whatever. Yes. Two weekends in a row they do that. The last two weekends, yeah, it's been... I mean, they, they, There's a reason why Wreck-It Ralph is the number one movie three weeks in a row. Yeah. And it only made like $16 million. Exactly. They're, they're, I mean, they totally could have put out uh, Spider-Man this weekend. One weekend earlier. It would, oh, it or made, two, two weekends earlier. It would have made, made all the money. Tons of monies. Uh, they, they could have put the mule at the same spot. Those two movies could have come out next week. They could have. Uh, uh, along with the Mortal Engines. I mean, all these No one's going to see Mortal You could put that out anytime. No one's going to see it. Exactly. They could have fucking put Aquaman the weekend before. 
before fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking split it up from Bumblebee and Mary Poppins. It's pretty ridiculous. Meanwhile, The Grinch came out like at the beginning of November. It is still in theaters. It's, it's uh, the number two movie of the weekend. Number two, yeah. number three. And then the week after Christmas, fucking we got Holmes and Watson and yep. Vice. Yep, and I think also Stan and Ollie. Correct. Yeah. Yes. It's quite a bit. I mean, in three, the house in three weeks, that's fucking nine <laughs> movies. It's absurd. But hey, if you uh, are pretty close with, to it's, the end of your Crespo yeah. hundo and you don't mind spending some time in theaters. How about I say the next three weeks, you got there's plenty of movies coming out. Plenty of opportunities. Uh, Mowgli was number 97 for me. Okay, very nice. Mm-hmm. So, William, hey, you're going to hit your hundo, dude. I'm going to hit it for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh,. Just a matter of when. When's it gonna happen? Oh, it's a rainy, shitty day. Maybe I'll watch another movie today. Yeah, I got a couple of classics on on Blu-ray that I purchased specifically to watch for the, my final hundos. Oh, did you? Classics that I have not seen, such as such as to be revealed shortly. Oh, well, I did one recently where I did a, I watched Casablanca for the first time in oh, its okay. entirety from start to finish. And uh, oh, it's a brilliant movie. I, 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 I was I was I into it. Seen it. I was very, very into it. I was very prepared to be like, this movie's boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm bored by watch, trying to watch this because I've only seen scenes, yeah. you know, and there's all the, the classic play it again, Sam, and uh, the, the end of the movie, I swear to God, I've seen the end of the movie like a dozen times. Uh, I think everybody has. Walking into the fog. And I'm going the penguin, she... Anyway, it's good stuff, though, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why there's everyone re- has been fucking referencing it. Oh, there's a reason why. it's You know, that movie actually repopularized the beverage, the uh, French 75, which is some sort of champagne gin mix type of concoction. It okay. was popular in the roaring 20s, went out of style uh, pre-WW2, and then that movie was featured in that movie, and it was kind of popular again. There you go. Yeah. Now you can find a place like Mathers. You know. I get it. You know. I do. You know. You know. Scott, thanks, buddy. We appreciate the email. Good, sir. I'll give you a haiku. Here's a, here's a haiku of thanks. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, thank you so much, Scott. Your emails are always great, except when they're not. There you go. Oh. Thank you so much. Boom. Scott, you're the man. We appreciate you. I love haikus. Haikus are the best. Plugs. Let's do the plugs and take a break. Uh, would you recommend people find you online? At Antihero419, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's not me, but it's follow at Mr. Cogburn now on Twitter. Follow there, him uh, on Twitter. Whoever it is, they're doing a great job. Good job, at Mr. Cogburn on Twitter. Whoever <coughs> you are. I have no idea. Do you, you have no idea? Well, no. you're not even on Twitter, so you can't, you can't even nope. investigate it. No, I, I, like I said, and I will probably never know. So it's never know. Who, whoever it is, thanks. Thank you, you strange weirdo out there. <laughs> We appreciate you. Maybe it's one of our Patreon subscribers. Who knows? Uh, uh, what, what kind of super fan would do a Drusa Cogburn parody account? Maybe the type of person who would sign up for our bonus episodes. Patreon.com slash Crespo Diso. If you just go to Patreon and just search Crespo, it's like the second one that comes up. There's another guy, another Crespo out there who does like remote control car videos or something. I don't know. Mm. It's like RC Crespo. Okay. I should take that over. I should be the remote control, Crespo. You should. Uh, Patreon.com slash Crespo So We just put out our intro episode for our Orlando Burger Odyssey. What is the Orlando Burger Odyssey? You can find out there. People can find out there. To be honest, I may, I think I'll put our first episode up on the on the free feed. Mm. So people can hear what it will be. 
It's Eck advertising, Chris. Yeah, exactly. A lot of shows do that. Like, here's oh. here's a preview of uh, what we put on Patreon. <clears throat> so, I'll probably do that with the first official episode. But our intro episode so is up, so our Patreon listeners can find out exactly what we're talking about first. They'll get the jump on what we're doing and the places we're talking about. Everyone else will find out uh, in a couple weeks, maybe, what... Uh, yeah, we'll see. Or you can just pay for the Patreon. Also, what else do we do? Summer in December. Summer in December. We pick your favorite summer movies, yeah. and people can uh, can uh, listen uh, listen to that to pick. How do you want to celebrate your summers in December? In December, as opposed yeah. to Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. That means we're going to do a Christmas in July episode. I mean, yeah, but we still have to do a Christmas episode. Ooh, should we do a Christmas episode? <laughs> I guess we should. That's the way. That's why you've been going, dude. I mean, there are so many Christmas movies out there. We've done Halloween. We've done T Thanksgiving. We gotta do Christmas. Gotta do Christmas. We're, gotta do Christmas. We gotta do a Christmas, Christmas, choose your own movie, Messmas. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming in the next couple of weeks then. For mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. All right. Um, so Patreon, guys, sign up for that shit. Anywhere from $1 to uh, 5 There's five tiers. Or as much as you want, because apparently you can just fucking throw money at us. Apparently. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, you can. So. Please do. We'll take whatever you take. We'll take whatever you're throwing. Throw, yeah. Well, hey, careful. <laughs> <laughs> careful, Drew. Uh, okay, let's take a break. I gotta refill. I don't know. I'm like, do you this iced coffee. I don't know. Yeah, do whatever you gotta do. Maybe Irish it up a little bit here for the end. There we go. There, I mean, it is Sunday. It is Sunday. It's a rainy Sunday, and it's officially afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, let's take this break, and then we'll be back with a whole bunch of movie news stories, like, like six or seven. Oh wow! Yeah. All How you guys doing? We're back. Second half of the show. Said my crust, please. I'm going to ask Chris. Don't worry. I'm going to ask my crust, Chris. Why should everybody listen to your shit? Like, is your poop somehow magical? Does it sing? Does it, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. d- does it tell you the wise words of yes. the secrets of the universe? It does. Yes, is, it does. It, is it a mathematical genius? Mm-hmm. Does, 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 it, does it teach astrophysics? It, it, why should why should, like, uh, why should we listen to your shit? It's like uh, um, a steel drum, you know, when the the different uh, the dents and the, <laughs> I poop into a steel drum with water in it. So depending on where I poop, it's like so that's why we should listen to your shit. I I was just wondering. It's never really explained. Like it's just been said over and over and over again. It's a subliminal thing. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, man, you read this Kevin Hart story? Ridiculous. Yes, about him. What he was gonna host the the Oscars. Oscars. Yep. And apparently, he had some 
slightly homophobic tweets that are years old. Slightly. Oh, apparently, I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I, I just heard in passing. It's the just of the joke is that it was like, um, uh, he finds his like nine year old son playing with like a, a dollhouse or something. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna break that shit because no way will his son be gay. Like yeah. he'll feel like he's a failure. As a father, if his son turned out to be gay. Homosexual. Okay. Yeah. So equating, you know, fatherhood and raising children properly yeah. with the uh, non-homosexual children upbringing. And, yes. You know, it's funny seeing the people come out and defend homophobia. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, hold racism against people like way past their deaths and their generations <laughs> later. Like, oh, slavery. Yo, you guys have been racist for so long. Yeah. I'm not racist now. I know, but you were no, racist. You were. And fuck you for that. Um, but then when it comes to homophobia or misogyny, it's like, man, just let that shit go. <laughs> you know? Apparently. Meanwhile, the Oscars, who watches the Oscars? Women and gay men. So, mm, uh, okay, so there so, we go. It's pretty interesting to, to, right now, here's the real thing that's absurd. Here's what's absurd. Here. It's not the, the real absurdity isn't that it's some old tweets, even though there are, it's like nine year old tweets or whatever. It's that they, the Academy's like, hey, uh, uh, Kevin Hart, we kind of want you to host the show, but you know these tweets are out there, and you know uh, gay people watch the Oscars and stuff. So could you just like apologize? And he's like, "Oh, I, I apologize for that already." Like in the past, he's like, "Okay, cool." Could, I mean, could you just you know just apologize, please. And he's like, "No, I refuse. I refuse to apologize." And he put out a video on Instagram, but like they want me to apologize. I'm gonna be like, "No, I would rather resign as host than than apologize for some old jokes like trying to take a stand." Yeah. And then, did, did, that not, did that not work out for him? Oh, man. By the end of the day, he tweeted out that he, not only was he resigning, but he was also apologizing. Oh. <laughs> like, after he got uh, torn up on the internet about his non-apology, then he mm-hmm. then he ended up doing both, stepping down, and he ended up doing both. The dummy. That's a dumb thing to do. When he all he had to do was apologize in the beginning. Like, yeah, uh, that's old me. That's my bad. You know, I've grown since then. I don't make jokes like this anymore. But that's all he had to do. Simple mea culpa, you know. Even the president, even the president of Glad, yeah, came out and said after he resigned as host, the president came out and said, "No, we did not. That's not what we wanted to do. We didn't want to run you off as host. We well, just we, we just wanted you to use, use this as a teachable yeah. moment to show growth and you know to oh, help expand the conversation on on this type of uh, you know punching down in your humor. But instead, it turned this whole thing and there's, there's a whole myriad of people out there trying to like the, defend." homophobic tweets you know and saying the whole thing that comedians should be held to a different standard because somehow comedians are above uh common decency excuse that's, me that's, that's their job i don't know M- most it's a weird thing most, that's been on for years now most comedians traffic in the lack of decency yeah like as a profession yeah but i'm saying that there's so people are saying that comedians should then be held to a different standard no no it's not it's ridiculous no. anyway. i mean in, in all reality if you're if you are angry about kevin hart's tweets then you should be fucking railing at the gates about Donald Trump being president. Uh, then probably all the same people are, <laughs> to be fair. Like that Venn diagram might be crazy. <laughs> it might be significant. I mean, it like, might not be a if, flat circle, but it's pretty close. If you're going that crazy, I mean, the president of the United States. Grand by the pussy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. So that's that's a terrible. He's a horrible, horrible person. Um, and then like Nick Cannon went and found all these uh homophobic. Tweet jokes from Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer from years ago. Everybody, and, and it's like, but uh, none of those people were are hosting the Oscars. <laughs> like, what's the why? And then Sarah Silverman is currently her current persona is I'm a 
I'm a growing individual. That's the, that's her thing. Her yeah. thing is now. Oh, I used to say shitty things. I'm trying to be better now, and we maybe we should all. She's trying to be the change that she wants to see in the world. That's yeah. her thing now. And Kevin Hart was like, "I'm not gonna. I'm not nope. gonna apologize." And the lady was like, oh, "I apologize." <laughs> so another very interesting thing, Drew, that got brought up in this discussion is how I mean, he was an Oscar host for about 24 hours. Okay. Uh, and that was announced, you know, this week. So it's almost the middle of December when we finally got our Oscar hosts in February. This is very, very late for them to even announce an Oscar host. Okay. Um, apparently, no one wants, wants to, host the Oscar? to jump. Uh, well, I mean, the Oscars are kind of a joke. It's a terrible show. I mean, it's the worst. It it goes on for way too long. Three hours plus, three plus hours. It's um, absurd. It should be thirty minutes in total. I, I I mean, I don't know how to cut it down. In its current form, like you just have to butcher it. Like, you, yeah. I mean, like, blow it up. Yeah. You should hand him the crispy randomizer 10K and let him hit the that weird waggle, that red button, see what happens. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, the, only, the only people should be there should be the winners. Yes. Get all the nominees <laughs> out of there. Just show, have the winners show up, hand them their awards right away. Uh, medley of all the songs uh, done by uh-huh. Ellen John or mm-hmm. someone. And holiday. Uh, uh, cut to commercial. Yeah. Because it's the monies, Drew. That's why they need those monies. That's why the show has to be so long. It's the second most watched uh, live event every year yeah. behind the Super Bowl. Now, the, the difference is huge. Super Bowl gets like 100 million people. Last Oscars got like 22 million. Mm. But still, that's, that's, a, lot that's still a lot of people. So we'll see who's going to take the thankless task of um, Oscar hosting. Well, I mean, all the people who I have enjoyed in the past, you know, are the ones who make hilariously just really funny jokes and bad taste yeah they should and then they, and then they don't get called back yeah like, like, a, like, like Ricky like Gervais, Ricky Gervais with the he, Golden Globes he, yeah he will never host another yeah. award show again how, and it how was about pretty a, amazing yeah, two or three in a, in a row how about um, Robert Downey Jr. just throw him out there and have him host some show I mean that could be fun he's a he's a quick-witted individual he is he's getting old Yes, and he is. You really see it in that he's fucking get, Avengers trailer. He's getting to that Billy Crystal, Bob Newhart age yeah. where he can finally start hosting some award shows. Well. Oh, let's just bring back James Franco and Anne Hathaway. That everyone loved. That, that worked. One. I everyone, mean, everyone loved it. It went over so well. People yeah. were raved and raved about it for it days was, and days. It was weird though because James Franco seemed very out of it. He's very tired. <laughs> very very tired. Uh, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Why not? Should not no not 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 as a host no. He uh, just joined Instagram, and he put out a video on Instagram. Just joined. He just joined it, and his first post is a video of um, a Spider-Man comic book being held up, and uh-huh. Mysterio is on the cover, and it's like, who is Mysterio? Yeah. And it's him dropping the comic book down to reveal his face, and he goes, "What the fuck?" But before he says "fuck," it cuts away, yeah. and, and it loops. And the the caption was like, uh, "Somebody he thought he was hired to play uh, Spider-Man." Mm. But he's mysterious. He's mysterious. Yeah. So okay, cool. He joined Instagram, confirmed. It's a real first official confirmation of that. And then he also has a uh, where he's somewhere overseas that he's doing some sort of press, and they've been dropping some tidbits about Mysterio and how apparently in this movie he's going to be like uh, as opposed to just being a straight up villain, he's uh, recruited by Nick Fury to team up with Spider-Man to go up against some sort of uh, some beings called like Elementals and uh-huh. I guess maybe that goes to shit there and that's how they end up going up against each other but uh-huh. it's more of a simpatico relationship okay. at first so interesting yeah that's Spider-Man Homecoming 2 
No, Far From Home. That's actually the title of it, Far nah, From Home. there we go. It's a Spider-Man uh, European Vacation. National Lampoon, Spider-Man's European Vacation. I mean, I'm, I mean, first he has to be resurrected, so. Or is it uh, prequel-ish? Mm. Is it set in some sort of weird, because I mean, the timeline of these things are all. I know. Between Civil War, Black Panther, and Infinity War. It's all like two weeks. <laughs> it is strange. Yeah. It's really strange. It's like how. Uh, like the first Thor, Incredible Hulk, and like another movie all take place in one the span of one week yeah. for, for Nick Fury. That's like Nick Fury's crazy week. Um, Child's Play. Okay, Chucky. Yeah, getting the reboot remake treatment. But after- thanks, thanks to it and Halloween. I was gonna say thanks to it Halloween and uh, Ready Player One. It's fucking Chucky! The biggest, biggest laugh in the movie oh. was a Chucky surprise. Um, uh, Chucky is getting the reboot treatment, and I think it's uh, what happened here. MGM is uh, they got the rights to the first movie. This is very interesting. They have the rights to the first movie, and they want to remake that first movie. However, the guy who created Chucky and Child's Play, Don Mancini, who's been making Chucky movies yeah. continuously, Honestly, yeah. Uh, they only offered him an executive producer credit, meaning we want to put your name on the project, but then you're not going to have anything to do with the making of the this action, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sees that as like a real slap in the face. He's like, fuck you guys. And does he get a paycheck? He, does, he doesn't just want a paycheck. He doesn't want to do it for the money because it's his baby. He loves it so much that just to be offered a paycheck to have his name attached to it as if it gets his blessing, it pisses him off. Interesting. His quote is, MGM retained the rights to the first movie, so they're rebooting that. They asked producer david kirshner and i if we wanted to executive produce we said no because we have our ongoing thriving business with chucky um the last two movies he put out both have 83 percent on rotten tomatoes his last two child's play movies wow what are they called um i mean the last one i saw was what bride of chucky yes that was a while ago 2013 curse of chucky 2017 cult of chucky both sitting at 83 percent on rotten tomatoes directed video movies but people like them for what they are so now he's saying i'm making these i'm still making these movies but because these crazy rights issues however this works mgm is going to remake the first one what if they make a bad movie and then kind of like poison the well a little bit on the current uh run of chucky films and Mm. it's his current livelihood you know i mean i'm not sure if it'll poison the well on chucky i mean if as long as he doesn't plan on a a theater comeback for mm-hmm. Chucky mm-hmm. himself, mm-hmm. then I don't think he has anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. Because the, I mean, the people who are still watching these movies are obviously diehard Chucky fans, and they will be the silly assholes who are like, this isn't canon. You know, this was put out by the studio because they had the rights. It's garbage. Yes. We if can, it is. If if not, then, the, then they can accept it. And actually, if it is good, it might help him it, get it his ideas back into theaters. Dicey proposition. It could help. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's a, a well, right now, in the beginning, he is not into it. Okay. He's taking the the opposite John Carpenter. Mm. John Carpenter's like, yeah, I'll sign no. away. Do whatever. No, exactly. Just give me some checks. Um, I want to play more video games and smoke more weed. Speaking of checks and video games, sort of. Tara Reid. Okay. Suing the producers of Sharknado. Okay. For $100 million. The fuck? Um, now, Drew, she may actually have a case. It, it's fucking, excuse me? Here we go. Get this. 
she is suing Asylum Entertainment, the producer okay, of the yeah. Sharknado uh-huh. series, yeah, and yeah. Sci-Fi Media, S Y F I TV show. And she is accusing him of breach of contract. Specifically, in her contract, she had put in there a clause that said her likeness, her face, her image as a character in this movie could not be used for the manufacturers of slot machines, gambling products, beer makers, who in turn have marketed the product with their likeness, blah, blah, blah. Uh, There's a Sharknado slot machine. And her face is on it. And her face is all, all over there. All their faces are on it. And her face is on it all over it. And she she's wins. like, mm-mm. She wins. Yeah. This is my contract. It says you can't do this. She wins. And they did it anyway. So she wants $100 million. Even if she gets half of that. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Someone illegally put my face on a slot machine, please. Well, you pressure have a contract in place saying that. Oral contract can't. right now. You can't do it. <laughs> Oral contract now. You can't do it. Please do it, someone. Mixed signals. Mixed signals. Mixed signals. <laughs> Trying to really throw people out. Interesting. Yeah, is that wild? That is wild. Um, on the cruise ship, there's no branded slot machines, were there? They're all just like weird. Just rando. Yeah, rando shitty ones. Yeah. yeah, they sucked. Goddamn. Like old West poker. Boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, Baton Rouge Blackjack Baton Rouge Blackjack I'm going to show I'll double down Amy Adams mm-hmm. uh, She was doing a, a round table An actors on actors round table Talking to Cole Kidman And they have something in common now In that they are both DC actresses DC Warner Brothers actresses Yes you're, you are correct Nicole Kidman and Aquaman Is the is the mother of Aquaman and, 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 Atlanta What's her name At Atlanta, A T L A N N A. Oh, okay, Atlanta. Atlanta, not Atlanta. The way you said it, it sounded like. Atlanta. That's why I spelled it <laughs> Atlanta. Atlanta. Ah, uh, she's Aquaman's mama, and then Amy Adams is of course Lois Lane. Yes, and they had this little conversation, and it's a little bit slipped out here where Amy Adams said, "I think I'm out of the DC universe now, but I was in it for a while." And Nicole Kidman replies, "No." Because she's so dramatic. Yeah. Amy says, yeah, I think they're revamping that. I don't know the details, Nicole says, but you're not ever allowed to really discuss anything to do with it until it's out, right? And then uh, they kind of moved on from that yeah. part of the conversation. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, we all know Henry Cavill is no gone. longer. He's done, yeah. And, and if that is the case, then they will recast Lois Lane. Might I mean, it's not well. like they're going to. It's a one-two. Yeah. And it looks like Affleck is gone as well as Batman. Exactly. The whole area of yeah. um, is all being revamped. Which is fine. But Aquaman's getting good reviews, and it's making a lot of money ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So they're going to continue with that, with Momoa and Aquaman for yeah. sure. And uh, they're moving forward with the uh, Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Yeah. So part of it's going to stay intact. It's going to be weird. And they're just going to have to recast Batman and Soups. It's going to be weird. And somehow rewrite them and do... Somehow... Justice League 2 is going to be strange. <laughs> Especially when it's only Justice League... Two and it's just Gal Gadot and yeah, and Aquaman and they're like, well, I guess it's just us. No, they gotta bring in the Flash. It's all got the Flash. Yeah, still trying to make that Flash movie. And then I mean, they can bring back Cyborg as Cyborg I mean, as well. Seriously, Chris, anybody could play that character. It's only a quarter of a face anyway. It really is a quarter. Of a face. <laughs> but you know, it's so expensive to do because of all that CG. Um, sticking with the comic books for the last couple of things here. Um, Dark Phoenix uh, that. Movie got pushed back quite a bit. It was supposed to come out November of last Correct. year, but they did a bunch of reshoots, yep. rescheduled it. Now it's coming out June of this year, yep. 
after Avengers mm-hmm. um, Endgame. I'll talk yes. about that in a second. Uh, apparently, according to Simon Kinberg, at some point in the process, Kevin Feige over at Marvel Studios got to review the, the script and the movie and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it was for like the tone, to check the tone of it. Oh. and. Uh, probably to see how it was all going to fit into well, yeah, the somehow, MCU plans. Somehow he has to fold those characters in. Yep. Uh, so it's going to happen that between Avengers Endgame and Dark Phoenix, there's going to be, I think there's going to be... Somehow there's going to be a tie-in. I think there's going to tie them in together somehow. Oh. I think so. Uh, and then the Russos already said that the X-Men characters will for sure be making their appearances in the MCU. Uh, and they also said that um, they would... For sure, like to come back to do a Secret Wars movie, which involves the uh, X Men pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go, Zach Efron as Wolverine coming soon. Come on, he's he's, he's ripped, he's short, he's got, <laughs> he's got baby face. Come uh, on, uh, Wolverine's got to he's got to look young for a long time. Uh, this is this is just younger Wolverine. Uh, no, come on, come on, uh, come on. <laughs> Uh, Turn into a monster, everyone. <laughs> it doesn't. I, something in my head, for some reason, it doesn't click. No, no. Just I mean, some, just you know what? I, I mean, seriously, in all reality, he, I mean, he could throw on the fucking the Wolverine chops and paraclaws, yeah, and he on. could surprise the shit out of me. Hey, just do it. He's like, I'm a tough guy now. Who knows? Maybe he is. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I just he's got I, big arms. I, I don't know. think. I don't think it would work. I don't think so. Personally, either. I don't think so. No. I, don't, I believe we need a. Short Canadian man that no one knows. I mean, sure, and if he can be hairy as well, that'd be very helpful. We need to resurrect Chris Benoit, dude. I mean, yeah, they call him the Wolverine for a reason. <laughs> he was a short little scary weirdo who uh-huh. killed his family. <laughs> oh. oh, that's right. And then himself. So well, yeah, I mean, he's part of his own family, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. Up. Yeah, got finished. Yeah, finished. <laughs> So it was announced it's Avengers colon Endgame. Endgame, what? No, uh, because Doctor Strange. What is happens like, if it doesn't work? We're in the then I don't know what. To I don't do. know. I don't know what it'll do if it fails. Um, pretty underwhelming trailer. Obviously, it's not like they have to show a lot. Everyone's gonna be going to see this movie anyway. So to figure out how it's all gonna fucking work. Just a lot of moody shots of people looking very forlorn, and uh, Tony well, Stark giving a yeah. a goodbye message, even though we know that's it's gonna be it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So there's. The trailer makes it all seem like it's in the direct aftermath of like right afterwards of the snap. Well, at least at least the Tony Stark part for sure. But then even then, they have like banners looking at um, a slideshow where it's like Scott Lang is missing, yeah. uh, Spider Man. I think it's a dead. I don't know how they know that. And uh, it also said, if you see real quick, uh, Shuri is dead. Well, they say Spider Man dead because he did fade away. I mean, but on Titan. Yeah. So, but so how does Bruce Banner know that back on Earth? No, on you're Earth? right. Correct. But it does say real quick. You see Shuri's picture. The uh, yeah. the cue of of Wakanda. She's dead mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a bummer. I like yeah. And um, so Chris, they're all coming back. They're all coming back. They're all coming back. <laughs> so obviously they're doing some sort of uh, time travel thing, I or think. interdimensional, or I think, it's, I think it's time travel is what they're however do. because he's looking at the picture of. Um, Young, uh, mm-hmm. young Carter, right? Yeah. Sharon Carter. Yeah. So obviously he's gonna go back to that time. He's like, "This is what I'm gonna do. I gotta go back. This has to work. I'm going back in time." 
it all ties into obviously the end of the trailer indicates that Ant Man's very important because you know yeah. he gets out of the quantum realm. And yeah, exactly. So all that's very important. And then obviously, however, they tie Captain Marvel into actually defeating Thanos. So maybe they'll just go back to the Battle of Wakanda, <laughs> bring her on back. To, I don't know what they're gonna do. It's gonna be absurd. Let's see. Pepper Potts has a suit at one point. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow tweeted out a picture, Instagram a picture of her yeah. wearing a suit in front of a green screen. She also said in an interview that her and Tony. Uh, Tony Stark's character to have a kid. Uh, there's in the cast the the Scott Lang's daughter is played by a teenager in this movie. No, exactly. And not, and so, not we, a, so, so there's we know for sure things happen time, in the future. No, exactly. Time, time, time is a thing. Time is a thing. Time is a thing. Frank Grillo uh, shot a scene where he said he reprised this uh, the scene from Civil War. Oh. Um, yeah, man. So there's a lot of stuff out there that's still. We gotta put it together, and the trailer does nothing to, do, no, to alleviate any of that. Nope. Except for saying that the movie is called Endgame because Doctor Strange said Endgame. The Russos, meanwhile, someone asked them, "Is this movie called Avengers Endgame?" That was one of the theories floated out there, and the Russos said, "Oh, the title is nothing that was said out loud in Infinity War." Lie. So it's a lie. They lied to us. It's fine. They're supposed to. I guess so. Their job. Marketing, marketing is, is lies. Marketing is lies. So they lied to mm-hmm. us. So it's the end game, Drew. Mm-hmm. You ready for the end game? Mm-hmm. You ready for it? It's kind of. I am. In April. I mean, it's got to be end game. A lot of the like That's you said, a, lo- a, lo- a lot of these actors' contracts, contracts are up, are up They're and done. they are not resigning. So we need new, new Avengers. Mm-hmm. That's the next movie. New yeah. Avengers. They have the X Men now and Fantastic Four to breathe new life into the MCU. Fresh yeah. breath air. Well, fresh of breath air yes. is exactly what I just said. Uh, we also have Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which they still have to sort out as well. And then... well, I mean, all that will be sorted after mm-hmm. after this because then we'll be... I mean, Captain Marvel, we know, is a prequel yep. to all that. Yes, uh, 90s movie. We're, I mean, I'm Young assu- Samuel Jackson. I'm assuming Spider-Man is a sequel to all of this, so he has to come back. I'm assuming the next Guardians movie is going to be a sequel, yeah. so... They have to come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things have to be done. Correct. Yes. I'm assuming. I mean. Ryan Coogler said he's coming back for Black Panther 2. Scott Derrickson says he has ideas for... He's he's coming back for Doctor Strange 2. He's already been working on mm-hmm. it. These things are happening. Exactly. Um. So Marvel has decided to give enough name to the Snap. And that official name is the Decimation. Okay. And the Decimation means a reduction... Uh, by 10. By 10. And the snap was a reduction by fifty percent. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just gonna call it the snap. <laughs> <laughs> also, the trailer for Avengers Endgame uh, predictably broke an internet record for most views in 24 hours, okay. which is surprising. Not surprising. Not surprising because it's Avengers Endgame. Mm. Surprising because it's a boring trailer. Mm. It's not like it I watched it. It's no. like, oh my god, I gotta watch it yeah. again to try to see. It's like, yeah, no, is it? Is this people just being sad? And and then at the very end, fucking Paul Rudd's like. Hey, can you buzz me in? And then Scott Lane. And then, so then Captain America's like, is this old, it's old footage? Yeah, is this old? It's like, no, this is live right now. Is that because of time travel shenanigans already? Or is that the end happening? I have no mm. idea what's going on. Mm. 289 million times was that video viewed yeah. in 24 hours. Almost 300 million times yeah. in one day. I mean, some, somehow Ant-Man gets out of the quantum realm. Somehow he gets out. How does he get out when everyone else got snapped? Got decimated by 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because well, he was in the quantum realm when it happened. Right. Yes. I mean... At the end of... It's been in the wasp. Yeah, so... That's revealed. Yeah. Does everyone know that, though? I guess all the real real hardcore Marvel fans know that movie-wise. Has everyone else caught I up mean, to... If they've seen all the movies. Has has everyone. I don't know. I don't think... They, not everyone sees all the movies. I don't know. Ant-Man and the Wasp is a very skippable movie, too. I enjoy it. It's fine. 
It's fine for what it is. Huh? This week in Marvel. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's just a new episode of the, of the MCU. Yeah. It's very skeptical. Whereas Captain Marvel feels a little more integral. So yeah. Captain Marvel is going to have to have some sort of scene that ties her into... Um, Avengers Endgame now. I do not like that title. No. Avengers colon Endgame. Colon Endgame. Colon Endgame. Trying to make it fun somehow. <laughs> Endgami. Endgami. Welcome to the Endgam. Um, so you can see it, Avengers? Of course. <laughs> like, do they even need to market these things? Dude, they no, can, they, they don't. I mean... Out. They can just announce a date and say, this is when it's coming out, and people just go see it. I mean, seriously, I mean... I've, I've been a comic book junkie my whole life, so the fact that they're making these movies, period, yeah, like, I just, been done. I just, I have to, I have to go see. It's been done already. I've seen, I mean, I've seen all the crap from the 80s when they tried before and failed horribly. I, I've yeah. seen Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher. I'm gonna go back and rewatch that one. It's, you know, I've seen uh, the completely awful, I mean, pick a Fantastic Four movie. They haven't done it right yet. They've tried. They've tried many times. But they'll get a couple shot. times with men in rubber suits, sometimes with CGI. Marvel's going to do it again. Marvel Studios. Here yeah. we go. They're going to do the family version. I think they're going to do it right, probably. Oh, exactly. Yeah, they, they, they do most of them right, annoyingly. Yeah. Sons of bitches. All right. Well, end game. Oh, end game. So we'll go, we'll, go, we'll go see that. I mean, of course. Obviously. I mean, I have a feeling I'm going to be seeing most of these. I think I've seen them all in theaters. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't think there's one that I haven't seen in theaters. And there you go. Episode 309 is done. That's it. We appreciate you guys. Finito. Finito. Fin. 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 The adventures of fun. Les adventures du tantan. Le tantan et fun. Are we? No. Mercy. Boku? Mercy bouquet? I don't think that's the way it works. It's a... It's a thank you. Thank you, Flowers. It, it, it's a thank you bouquet? It's a bunch of thanks. A bunch of thanks? A whole bunch of thanks very much. Mercy bouquet. Boku. No. Buffet. It's a mercy Okay. It's a mercy buffet. Cool. It's where I line up my, my enemies and I decide to spare them all in one fell swoop. And then have them all murdered immediately afterwards. Oh, that's the opposite of a mercy buffet. <laughs> that's a murder buffet. <laughs> it's the red wedding, Chris. That's, yeah. It's the red dinner. Uh, all right, Drew. Thank you. You're welcome, Chris. Thank you for the listeners for listening. PFT Media Production.